welcome once again to your program, our program, The Gospel Watch, brought to you by the Narrow Gate Project. The Gospel Watch, brought to you on a fortnight basis by the Narrow Gate Project. And this program comes on air on every first and the third Saturday of uh, every month. Uh, my name, again, is Tulu Mogaji, your regular anchor on this program. And with me in the studio, um, as usual, is Pastor Tokumbo Bandele. Pastor Bandele, you are welcome to the program. Thank you. God bless you. And uh, joining us today um, is uh, a lady member of the Narrowgate Project, uh, one of the pillars of the project, and it's Lady Evangelist Foluke Mogaji. You are, uh, Sister Foluke, you are welcome to the program. Okay. Um, as we shall in today, in today's episode, we shall continue um, our last discussion or our discussion on our last topic about uh, acceptable worship. Acceptable worship or worship that is acceptable unto God. Uh, to paraphrase, I think uh, in the last episode, if you remember our listeners, we focused on Romans chapter 12. Uh, but our focus today is the is on the expectation or the ordinances of God in acceptable worship the expectations of God in acceptable worship or the ordinances of God in acceptable worship if we do a quick uh, look at uh, the book or the gospel according to Saint Matthew uh, if I look at chapter 15 of that uh, of that book Matthew chapter 15 the Lord Jesus Christ made a, a reference to one of the prophecies or one of the um, uh, one of the things that Isaiah prophesied. Yes, one of the prophecies of uh, Prophet Isaiah, and uh, it reads in the New King James Version: "These people draw near to me with their mouths and honor me with their lips, but their heart is far away from me, and in vain they worship me." teaching as doctrines the commandments of men uh, the people draw near to God with their mouths they honor God with their lips but their heart is uh, far away from God in vain they worship God teaching as doctrines the commandments of men and when we look at our word of today or in today's church you remember on this program we usually focus on that church that Jesus Christ built which he promised that the gate of hell would never prevail over. Um, how do we see the worship of God uh, that will not be in vain, or the worship that will be acceptable of, unto God, the worship that will not be honoring God with our mere lips, the worship that will have our heart wholly directed at God or in conformity or in tune with God, uh, worship where our hearts will not be far away from God, worship that will not be in vain, Worship where teachings will will be pure truth of the gospel. Watching, uh, um, uh, worship where teaching will not will be God's doctrine and God's ordinances. Worship that will be heaven focused. Worship that will not be uh, commandments of God. I'm uh, sorry, commandments of men. Worship that I mean we, we, uh, uh, teachings would, that will not be based on the commandments of men. Some of these we will examine in today's uh, program. And in particularly, we will look at the um, art uh, fasting as an art of worship. 
what does God expect us to do when we talk about fasting, the purpose of fasting, the process of fasting, and the principles acceptable unto God when we fast. So we will be looking at uh, the book of Isaiah chapter 58. We will also be looking at the orderliness in worship when we study Paul's admonitions in 1 Corinthians chapter 14. So uh, listeners who may want to participate in today's program, I believe we will be able, by the grace of God, give uh, ample chance for uh, those of us at home who are part of this program to listen and to contribute your ideas, your opinions, or your understanding of the Bible, understanding of the gospel relating to these matters uh, to be discussed. We also welcome your questions. We welcome your requests in any way or form, whether by way of explaining more on what we've uh, discussed or whether you need, uh, whether anybody needs uh, God's help by way of uh, cross-edification of uh, brothers. If you need us to do more than just what we are doing on the radio, uh, please let us know. We will welcome your 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 opinions and your views and comments and questions and requests when the line uh, the studio line opens. Uh, but to kickstart today's uh, program, I will want uh, to um, ask my dear pastor and senior colleague <laughs> in the gospel, Pastor Bamidele, to quickly. Uh, uh, probably, if uh, uh, sir, Jesus Christ talked about uh, the doctrine of men or commandments of men. Um, how do we see that? How deeply uh, is that uh, or that issue that Jesus Christ mentioned? How deeply is it uh, noticeable, or, or or how 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 deep is it in today's uh, churches or in, in in the modern churches? Doctrine of men that is teachings that has been reduced to doctrine of men, as Jesus Christ said. Well, thank God. Yes. When we talk about doctrine, we are talking about uh, moral and the spiritual application, and uh, in relationship to Christian, I mean, Church of God, yes. and the ch God Himself, He, I mean, Jesus Christ, He lays down certain doctrine yes, for the church, and the church mm -hmm. is never a man-made program. Mm -hmm. It's God's ordained program in order for God to come to this world and to bring humankind back to the original position where we are supposed to be. But where we, th that's the issue of the church. Mm. Church is God seeking, looking f to save mankind. Yes. And in the process of looking down, coming down to save mankind, he laid down certain principles. And then one of the principles that God has laid down is for leaders of the church to make themselves available for the needs and for the progress of the kingdom of God. But now God himself realized that a time will come that people will no more refer they will no more refer to God as the primary purpose why God called them into Christendom. Hmm. But they will make themselves as the center of focus. topic or hmm. focus hmm. for in, in the affairs of the kingdom of God. And that's the issue, reason why God talks about man-made uh, doctrines. Mm. That is, a time we come that people will start 
presenting themselves as if they are the miracle workers, mm. as if they are the one that is healing people, as if they are the one that is performing the signs and wonders, as if they, they have the power to save mm. or to, 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 to deliver or to, to library. And that's the point, the reason why people come with the idea of my ministry, I have this ministry, mm. I have healing ministry, I have prophetic ministry. God is the is the author and finisher of faith in mm. the kingdom of God. Mm. And regardless of any aspect where we found ourselves, we are a steward. Mm. That is, we are servants in the vineyard of God. God is the master. God is the head. And that's why I said that as God, as husband is the head of the home. The home. Likewise, Christ is the head of the church. Mm. So in anything we do, we must do it around the personality, the character, and the attributes of Christ Jesus the Lord and Savior. Mm. So when we divert, when we digress out of Christ being the center, being the focus, the main object, while we call ourselves Christians, mm. then we are bringing in mammon, we are establishing ourselves as gods over the king, church or the members in the gospel of mm. Jesus Christ. Mm. Thank you very much, sir. I yeah. think uh, you, are, you are quite right and it's very apt, your dis uh, description of uh, of how we've uh, turned some of our worship to um, or center it around men and it's, it's, it's something that we cannot just deny. Although it's in some areas it's very subtle. Um, if one is not sensitive to the spirit, you may not notice it. And that's, uh, uh, I remembered um, in one of our studies uh, in, my, in my family altar, one of our studies at home, when we were studying the, um, the, the, uh, the, studying the daily bread, uh, I remembered we were studying about Paul, uh, when Paul and uh, 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 Barnabas went into Iconium, and then, uh, and then they were... The, the, there was a man that was healed. That was in Acts chapter 14. A man that was healed who, who has been crippled from, from, from the womb. I think everybody in the house will remember that story. And then uh, after the healing process, people thought, oh, these are gods. And they wanted to worship Paul and Barnabas. We could see how swiftly they, they, they resisted and cried out and said, people, please don't put us into trouble. God, it is God who has done this, not us. And they immediately ascribed the glory to God. And I think that's something that is a little bit uh, ab um, um, absent in, 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 our, in our world today. People want to lay claim to miracles that were done in their churches. People rather want to lay claim or in, 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 in subtle way uh, share the glory that should have been absolutely for God with, uh, with, um, uh, with God. They want to share the glory with God and they will not give total submission or total glory unto God. And unfortunately, that was what Herod did in Acts chapter 12 because he did not give glory to God in his heart. Uh, worms, uh, angel uh, struck him and worms killed him. I mean, worms ate him alive. So we would, uh, we would uh, take a cue from that. And if you want a worship that is acceptable unto God, one of the ingredients is that God has to be the center of it. Just as Pastor Bamdele has espoused, God, Christ has to be the center. Christ is the owner of the church. There is no church that is owned by any human being. Now, if there is a church that is owned by any human being, then it's not part of the church triumphant. It's not part of the church of Jesus Christ. 
that he said he will build which uh, he will build which he has built maybe that is a personal choice to that person and people have to be mindful of this people have to be warned of this that jesus christ has promised or he has prophesied that such a thing will happen people will come in his name they will even declare that he is christ but at the same time they will be forced and these are the kind of things we are talking about people ascribing glory to themselves and people teaching as doctrine of um men or ordinances of god uh, as doctrine of men uh, that's about uh, uh the doctrine of men so for uh we've seen one area of uh, worship that is acceptable any worship that is centered around man is not acceptable yes. unto god and i think everybody will take that uh, straight now going into fasting because of our time we we'll want to rush into that sir uh if we look at isaiah 58 we will see that uh, god talked about uh, fasting and the kind of fasting that is acceptable unto him. Before we go into the acceptability of our fasting, uh, sir, and I will be asking our mommy in the house as well, um, uh, what could you please enlighten us a little bit, sir, with your experience as a senior pastor and uh, as a theology teacher? Um, what can we say are the purposes of fasting in worship? Or how do we see the role or the art of fasting in acceptable worship? Okay, thank you. Yes, uh, where actually, where we the word worship yes, is not praising God hmm. and is not praying. It's like praying is Father, I thank you for what you have done. Hmm. That is praising God, hmm. and the prayer is Father, I. Th- I commit myself unto you, and therefore protection and for other things. That is prayer, hmm. but. Worship is, Father, I thank you for whom and uh, whom you are. Hmm. That is just to forget our relationship and uh, just to appreciate the goodness of God for his attributes and uh, for his uh, f- for the position that God occupied hmm. in, in life without our assistance. And that is worshipping God. Then when we talk about fasting, relating fasting to worshipping, fasting is abstinence. Hmm. Is something that sh- fasting is not only limited to food, that I will not eat food, but fasting is because of uh, when it comes to religious or our, our role in Christianity, mm. worshipping God, mm. then you come to a point of time that you set aside things that you love to do, things that your flesh is demanding from you, mm. things that your flesh is requiring from you, mm. things that naturally there's a pressure on you that you need to do it, but you resist it mm. and it's for a certain period of time. So that is fasting. Fasting is to set aside something that you cannot do without something that has become a pleasure to our body something that has become a a, a favorable things to our lives mm. something that we love we enjoy doing at a point of time but because of a religious or because of our commitment in our relationship to god for a certain period of time that we set it aside and then it, it's not the fasting uh, that really i mean help to possess certain i mean answers from God mm. but it's it's it really helped and guide we Christians mm. by the time you are fasting then you have much consecration much dedicated mm. for God during the process so fasting is an act that help our spiritual lives to grow mm. but fasting is not really spiritual aspect of relationship with God but it helps our spiritual lives and our relationship 
with God to grow to and grow. to be more useful. Yeah, thank you very much, sir, for that. I don't know if uh, Evangelist uh, Foluke. I mean, I know in my relationship with you, I know that you are someone who has done a lot of uh, research and taken a lot of keen interest in fasting. Uh, any, do you want to have the benefit of your opinion uh, regarding fasting? Um, thank you, sir. Just like um, our pastor has said, um, he has given us a definition of fasting, which I would just want to add, add a little bit more on to. And it is true, it is, it is something that, it, it, it is a discipline that gives us time to pray it also teaches us self-discipline and also helps us to appreciate God's gifts. And I believe that fasting is an integral part of true worship because of, the, because of what it's expected to do. Christ himself, he, 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 encouraged, he encourages us to fast regularly because of his spiritual benefits. When Christ was in the wilderness, after he had fasted for 40 days and for 40 nights, when he came out of the wilderness, the Bible records that he came out in the power of the Holy Spirit. And so we too should um, uh, uh, desire to grow spiritually through this discipline called fasting. But then, as I predict that we are talking about here, emphasizes true fasting. What is the kind of fasting that God accepts? The Pharisees, there was one of those Pharisees in one of the Gospels that was talking about the fact that he fasts twice a week while this other man is a sinner. He was trying to say he does all of these things. But we all know that that, that those his um, confessions were just mere re um, religion. They were not actually things that actually come from the heart. So fasting is a very good discipline once it is done the right way. And we have to also be aware that fasting is not just done on its own, but it has much power and benefits when it is done with prayer. Okay, thank you very much. Um, thank you, uh, both speakers and my pastor. Thank you so much for your, for the for the um, uh, understanding uh, that you have uh, provided regarding uh, fasting. Uh, well, to to buttress or to strengthen our spirituality, uh, not necessarily uh, a way, a, a really a way of worship. If if anything, we are the ones benefiting. Uh, God is not benefiting in a way from our fasting, uh, like He will benefit from our praise yes. um, uh, in, in worship. But now, if we just go into one of the stories in the Gospels, if you look at Mark, uh, the Gospel according to Saint Mark, chapter nine, I will quickly read a few uh, verses of this go of this passage, Saint Gospel, uh, Saint Mark's Gospel, chapter nine. If I read from uh, verse 14, Jesus Christ uh, did a, little, a bit of some teaching, uh, small, uh, sort of teaching on fasting there. He said, And when he came to the disciples, he saw a great multitude around them, and scribes disputing with them. Immediately when they saw him, all the people were greatly amazed and running to him, greeted him. And he asked the scribes, What are you discussing with them? Then one of the crowd uh, then one of the crowd answered and said, Teacher, I brought you my son who has a mute spirit. Um, whenever it seizes him, it throws him down, he foams in the mouth, gnashes his teeth, and becomes rigid. So I spoke to your disciples so they could they should cast him cast it out, but they could not. He answered and said unto me, O faithless generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I bear with you? Bring him to me. And they brought him to him, and when he saw him, immediately the spirit convulsed him, and he fell on the ground and wallowed foaming in the mouth. So he asked his father, How long has this, has this been happening to him? And he said, From childhood. And often he has thrown him both into the fire and into water to destroy him. But if you can do anything, please have compassion on us and help us. 
Jesus said to him, If you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. Immediately the father of uh, the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. When Jesus saw that the people came running together, he rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to, to it, Dev and dumb spirit, I command you, come out of him and enter him no more. Then the spirit cried out, convulsed him greatly, and came out of him, and he became as one dead. So that many said, He is dead. But Jesus took him by the hand, and lifted him up, and he arose. And when he had come into the house, his disciples asked him privately, Why could we not cast it out? So he, Jesus Christ, said to them, This kind cannot come out but by nothing but prayer and fasting. Um, we saw that Jesus Christ was saying certain things cannot be done in 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 a way in a work with God except by prayer and fasting. Is it possible, sir? Um, well, if I will ask you, is it possible for one to fast for the wrong purpose, or could we could we probably uh, straighten or enlighten our people on the the purposes of fasting? Uh, if I would just throw in a little bit um, a clarification, sir. I have had uh, one of our, one of the great uh, preachers that I respect, Bishop Oyedepo, saying that if you fast, that God should prosper you with, um, uh, you want God to give you money, and you, you are just fasting, it's just, you will just die of hunger. <laughs> that there is uh, um, a principle to um, uh, getting wealth if, if you really want that, but fasting will not solve that kind of a problem for you. Uh, in your opinion, sir, uh, can one fast for a wrong reason or are there specific reasons purposes of uh, fasting in worship or in, in our work with God when, when, when we talk about fasting yes, is whosoever in the body of Christ in the mm. Christendom mm. that deny the rule of fasting is I'm convinced about that kind of the kind of ministry the power that that comp- person is using mm. because God himself Jesus Christ he laid it down mm. and that's what we say that when we are there's a difference between when we are praying praying prayer is asking mm-hmm. or making a request mm. but at the point of time when we are asking or making a request there there's no way we can do that because Bible says that God is spirit <coughs> yes. and those who worship him must worship him in spirit, spirit and in truth yes. and the, the best way that we can conform with God in spirit, mm. it's to chastise, to reduce too much pressure and load upon our flesh. Mm. That is, we need to break down the pressure that is working upon our 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 flesh, so that th- our body can accommodate the presence of God. Mm. Bible, that's what Bible says that God is holy, mm. and those who worship Him must worship Him in. In, in spirit, spirit and, truth, and in truth, and they have to be holy as and, their father is holy. Is holy. Yes. That is, and the best way, because for, for in order to relate and to have a fellowship with God, mm. then our body must be prepared to accommodate the spirit of God. Mm. And the, the only thing we can do for our body to accommodate the spirit and the presence of God is to chastise. That is to reduce our body, the flesh, mm. and then to take control. To take control out of the, I mean, the flesh out of the hand of demons mm-hmm. and other evil, I mean, the control of soul, mm. but to let the spirit of God take total control of the flesh, mm-hmm. and that's reason why that's the purpose why Jesus said that we should fast. And when if we are praying as a Christian, mm. we cannot fast to prosper. We mm. can only pray to prosper. Okay. We cannot fast for healing. We can pray for healing. But in the course, in the process of praying for healing, then to to help us. 
and to to be more serious and the more aggressive and the more dedicated in at the point of uh, praying for healing or for mm. prosperity mm. or for deliverance or for promotion then if we fast it helps to accommodate and to build a better relationship with, with god. god because if we are not fasting we said that we are praying and that we are not dedicated and not committed then probably eating we take it on serious mm. and god himself will take us on serious mm. so but in order fasting is not demanding is not asking but it just to prepare our body as a temple so that the spirit of the lord can descend and and so that our body can accommodate the presence of the lord okay all right thank you sir so if i would just uh, recapitulate fasting is essential is taught by god no one can rubbish that yes. and if you really want to strengthen that spiritual uh, relationship with, with god, god we need that fasting Definitely. and that's what jesus christ is emphasizing here if you want to go extra mile with god you want to be you want god to use you as a miracle worker for instance as a healer for instance i mean you need to go into that fasting that will make you that will make god to listen more because when we deny ourselves we are giving him the upper hand in our situation and fasting will help us in that denial help us not just about abstinence from food but abstinence from the the worldly pleasures that would probably distract us and make us not really ready so it's it's a, it's a way of uh, uh, if you if you relate it to the old old testament worship of purification so to say and spiritual uh, readiness for god to do his wonders in our lives uh, thank you very much for that i don't know if uh, evangelist wants uh, to say anything regarding that or we move on to the next uh, issue i just have one thing just to add to what um, our pastor has said yeah and um, if we just take a cue from uh, when you when christ was talking about um, pouring new wine into old um, wine skins mm. and even if, and if we can bring that into you know a kind of secular perception if you want to pour something that is clean and new into a container, you want to make sure that that container is clean, mm. it's not full of dirt, it's not full of things that can contaminate it. Mm. So in just the same wise, when we want to um, consecrate ourselves, when we want to dedicate our, um, ourselves for, for true worship, mm. we need to cleanse ourselves from every impurity and fasting can help us to achieve it. Well, thank you very much for that. So that's that's another angle to it and uh, it's all for uh, the same purpose as uh, purpose as, as uh, emphasized by the two uh, speakers Thank you so much, Pastor Bamdele. Thank, Thank you, you. Evangelist uh, uh, Foluke. And now, uh, if we go into, um, uh, still on fasting, sir, if you now go into uh, Isaiah 58, God talked about setting, uh, about people fasting and and that some of the fasting will still not be acceptable unto him or were not acceptable unto him because certain ingredients of uh, worship or certain ingredients of service um are, are not there uh if we if we look if we read the whole of isaiah 58 but maybe because of our time we'll not be able to read all of it but he said uh, if, if i just go into one two three for instance he said uh, cry out loud spare not lift up your voice like a trumpet tell my people their transgression and the house of jacob their sins yet they seek me daily and delight to know my ways as a nation that did righteousness and did not forsake the ordinance of their God, they ask of me the ordinances of justice. They take delight in approaching God. Why have we fasted, they said, and you have not seen? Why have we afflicted our souls and you have not taken notice? Now, God now uh, answered and said, um, 
Yes, well, maybe I should continue. In verse 4, he said, in, um, well, the continuation of that verse 3, in fact, in the day of your fast, you find pleasure. That is, uh, maybe the fast is not, is not deep enough, and exploit all your laborers. Indeed, you fast for strife and debate, and to strike with the feast of wickedness. You will not fast as you do this day, to make your voice heard on high. Is it a fast, in verse 5, is it a fast that I have chosen? A day for a man to afflict his soul? Is it just to bow down his head like a blurrush and to spread out sackcloth and ashes? Would you call this a fast or an acceptable day to the Lord? Now in verse 6 he said, Is this not the fast that I have chosen to loose the bonds of wickedness, to undo the heavy burdens, to let oppressed go free, and that you break every yoke? Is it not to share your bread with the hungry? And, and that you bring to your house the poor who are cast out, when you see the naked, that you cover him, and not hide yourself from your own flesh, then your light shall break forth, and the rest, and the, and the healing shall spring forth, and then the, the benefits of uh, acceptable fast. Now, it's listed there from that verse up to verse uh, 14. Now, sir, uh, if we look at what has been paraphrased in that um, uh, verses 5 and 6, which, in which God responded that there are certain things that will not make our fasting even to be acceptable unto him. I would do want to help our listeners, uh, possibly those who do not realize this. I'm thinking that abstaining from food alone will do the cleansing. Uh, maybe we need to emphasize to our people on the right heart and the right attitude and the and certain things that needed to boost our fasting for it to be acceptable unto god okay thank you sir yes. uh that uh book of isaiah yes sir. i think the reason why we have because this chapter chapter 58 mm. it vividly talk about the 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 issue of fasting okay sir. he mentioned so many things for example he talks about the Things that we don't need to do while we are fasting, okay. and you also talk talk about the what uh, constitutes a true fast, mm. and then so. But probably the reason why Isaiah, being a prophet, mm. and there be somebody that have a good relationship that receive message constantly from, from God. God, so for him to continually be in the presence of the Lord, and for him to be able to accommodate the glory, the presence of the Lord, it must be a somebody that is good in fasting, mm. and he must have tried it and that's the reason why in verse i think verse uh, between verses three from verse three to verse five right, yes. he talks about ten things that do not constitute a fast hmm. that's when what he mentioned that practice about wishing we complain hmm. that is when we are fast we don't need to be complain i'm hungry mm -hmm. nobody force you to go and fast <laughs> that uh, and also afflicting the soul to to attract god hmm. that is for example he, he, he was trying to say that there are some people that compare mm -hmm. force people to go mm -hmm. into fasting mm -hmm. that and the fasting is something that must come as a offering mm -hmm. a free will of as we go to church give our offering willingly likewise if we are fasting you should not fast and be complaining that oh i'm mm, hungry, hungry because i'm fasting Nobody force any, god god is not forcing anybody to go and fast yes. and, and he also talked about exhorting all labors mm. that i, I uh, i'm sorry i cannot attend this program because i'm fasting mm. no no you such, such a person is exhorting himself mm. and he also talks about contention and debating mm. that is when we are fasting is a relationship with us and god we should not take it to public and uh, to, to for people to be debated 
feel that ah i'm a good faster mm. and uh, glorifying mm. ourselves mm. and then making people to know i have been a 40 days fasting now mm -hmm. uh, god has been sustaining me i'm mm. fasting i'm doing white fast i'm doing yellow yeah. fasting i'm doing purple <laughs> fasting so it's not something that we should bring out because it's an internal relationship between the person that is fasting and mm. god and uh, that's what we say that fasting by fasting we are not receiving anything mm. but it helps us to prepare ourselves to abstain mm. from worldly environment and uh, worldly control mm. and uh, that's what is Isaiah says mm. but when we go from verse 6 yes sir. it now talks about 23 things that constitute a true fasting wow and that's what is is that to lose the bands of the wickedness mm. that is fasting is not to 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 fight somebody carnally fasting is not a carnal gift mm. i mean process in the kingdom of god mm. and the first as a christian we we should not use a fasting to fight somebody mm. but just to break to lose the bands of the wickedness and he also that to undo the heavy burdens mm. that is to take away the yokes mm -hmm. and also to let the oppressed go free mm. that is to intercede for people and children. also to break every yoke mm. in verse, that's verse, verse 6 and verse 9 mm. also verse 7 talks about deal bread to the hungry mm. that is if we are fasting then we must be able to not if at all we are fasting that's the meaning of fasting mm. some people if they are fasting they make sure that the entire member of their household they suffer of food mm. because they are the head of the house and they have the key to the storeroom so mm. they will lock the place because they are fasting but if we are fasting whosoever that wants to eat we should allow them to eat mm. we should at least the point that we must be prepared to meet the needs of the needies mm. of those who are hungry mm. in the society yeah. and then as a shelter to the cast out that if you are fasting that generally Isaiah he talks about 23 things in, in that, that book of passage. Isaiah chapter 58 <laughs> from verse 6 mm. that if truly you are fasting mm. and then you want you don't want to be like Pharisees yes. that will come out openly and announce in to people that are they are doing fasting they are doing seven days fasting that's why they could not attend the program or <laughs> that's why they could not read or that's why they could not do one or two things but he says that fasting is just to call upon and cry to God, mm. and then basically that's what we say. That if if we to just to, not to waste our time, let's read mm. that Isaiah fifty-eight from verses six, six to the fourteen to, to the, the end. To, to the end, mm. we will see the twenty-three reasons mm. why fasting is constituted by God, mm. and then just to, to prepare ourselves to abstain from worldly control, mm. from moral control, mm. and then just to be well nurtured and well groomed so that by the time we God will come down and that will relay with us. Mm. God will never come down into a very dirty place. God will always come and dwell in a clean and a justice or a righteous place. Mm. And that's what fasting helps us to, to do. Achieve. Thank you very much. In fact, I've learned a lot from your from your analysis of that uh, uh, passage. Um, the fact that um, well, well, there are 23 things. I will go and number them. I will go and study them and number them myself. I never realized that they are up to that. Uh, but yes, uh, thank, thank you for, for, for opening our eyes onto that. And also uh, the fact that um, um, uh, that, that there are certain things we needed to really, 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 really take on board. And uh, the analysis of everything that Isaiah mentioned there, uh, I think we need to really uh, take them on board. In fact, as we were speaking, sir, I just felt led in my spirit that you pray for our people, that God should open the eyes of their understanding to realize some of these things and, and get it right with God. Everlasting Father, we thank you, Lord. We bless your name. 
Father, we commit the listeners, the audience unto you, Lord. Yes. And I pray that the glory and the majesty of God, mm -hmm. that we help you to grow, not to be a servant in the ministry, mm -hmm. not to be a follower, but to be a committed member of the disciples of Christ. Mm -hmm. I pray that closed eyes of people, closed mind, the, 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 the souls of people that has been ruin and destroy there shall be deliverance in the name of jesus amen Bible says that you will know the truth mm. and the truth shall set you free yes. and that's the purpose of why we are here today mm. just to minister so that you will see the truth mm. and you understand the truth mm. and as wherever where you are listening to us i decree that the truth that will deliver you that will not make people to be taking your money people to be depriving you of your better relationship with god mm. people that will make you to know the significance and the importance why you are a saved soul mm. why you are a christian Mm. I pray that that truth, the light of God, will locate you right there where you are in the name of Jesus. Amen. And that you will not be a victim of wrong teachings of heresies in the name of Jesus. Amen. And it shall be well with you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, everlasting Father. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you very much for that, sir. Um, okay, uh, because of our time, I mean, we're running out, and maybe in about five minutes or so, we will be asking people to call in. I don't know if uh, evangelists still want to chip in a little word or so into this issue of us before we move on. I think we'll be going straight into the orderly, orderly worship or orderliness in worship, as Paul has uh, uh, enjoined in First Corinthians chapter 14. Yes, I just, um, I think um, our pastors have said it all. I just want to um, also encourage our viewers as well as ourselves as well that um, pleasing God is more than what we don't eat or what we don't do, what is what we do for him and others. And I think Isaiah 58 is trying to let us know that if we are fasting and we are not focusing our fasting on, on, on spiritual growth, on the Lord Jesus Christ himself, it will be in vain. So we should just take that into consideration. Okay, thank you very much uh, for, for that. Uh, yes, sir. Um, if we move on to the um, orderliness um, in, our, in, our, in worship, as uh, Paul has said, um, prior to what Paul wrote in First uh, Corinthians chapter 14, uh, he's talked about giftings in church, how God has, uh, in, in chapter 12, he's talked about uh, different kinds of the gifts and as given by God himself. And... Uh, also, in chapter 13, we talked about love, that even if we have all those gifts, uh, we cannot uh, uh, really have an acceptable worship if we, are, if we are lack in genuine Christian love, agape love. Now, in chapter 14, he did an emphasis on uh, uh, prophecy, speaking in tongues, women not speaking, you know, in, in verse 34, and uh, a few other orderliness that we see in worship. Now, I just want us to, for this, for the time that we have, sir. I just want us to look at two issues. One, the issue of uh, um, diverse of tongues, and and the need for interpretation. And then uh, there is this contentious issue about women keeping silent in worship. Uh, because of the time we have today, we we'll probably. I just want us to touch. Uh, uh, shortly on that and then uh, probably allow a uh, few listeners to, to call in thereafter. Now, when we talk about tongues, uh, I, I could see that I've uh, had an experience in a church where um, uh, a pastor was conducting wedding for six couples and after join the joining, he now said, I command you to speak in tongues. And they all started uh, blah, 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 blah. And then I discovered that a lot of times when Christians do pray uh, 
um even on loudspeakers you know and then they I mean, they, they, they say this speaking in tongue and then you see members of the church mimicking the way their pastors used to say they say exact words that their pastors are saying it now can we do an exposition we may not be able to finish it today about this area and 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 let our people's understanding be deepened about the issue of speaking in tongue and the need for interpretation before it can edify the church thank you sir i yes, think sir. that's this is one of the major issues yes affecting the kingdom or body of christ today yes sir. because uh, i remember about probably 15 years ago yes he, hardly you see people speaking in tongues hmm. but you see people prophesying okay. because there is edification in prophecy yes. and then there is rebooking in prophecy hmm. and the, uh, the prof prophecy is for three things okay. to rebook hmm. to edify and then to correct hmm. So, but in, in, in speaking in tongues speaking in tongues is a personal relationship with God and the person that is speaking speaking in tongues is not for the church is a gift of God for the Christians, but it doesn't edify the church of God. Mm. So, in at, in, in at the place of worship, <coughs> at the place of worship, mm. speaking in tongues is not necessary, mm. and that's the reason why that Paul, Paul says something that whosoever that is speaking in tongues, mm. that person is even causing conviction mm. because the person is speaking in a language that, that the people, people don't understand. Don't understand. Mm. So, you are communicating, you are shouting, you are screaming and that the people don't understand the language then you are just you are wasting the time mm. you are wasting the resources and then you are, you are causing confusion mm. in the body of christ but speaking in tongues is a gift mm. of god for man mm -hmm. with god mm. that's speaking in tongues is not a gift god. for church mm. to relate with god but speaking in tongues can only work in the church if there is a, a gift of interpretation and that's what because like what we said, no one that possible that whoever that want to speak mm. should go home mm. and speak in tongues. Want to speak in tongues for three hours in but your private, private room. Mm. But there's nothing. If we uh, sometimes when the apostles, the ministers, they pray for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, mm. and Bible confirmed that people received gift of Holy Spirit. Mm. There's nothing wrong when probably someone that have the gift that like who is an authority mm. in the kingdom of god mm. ministering to people mm. and they pray interceding for the members i mean for the outpouring of the spirit of the lord mm -hmm. upon the members of the body of christ yes. but there are one of the things that we have today mm. i've had people saying that begin to speak after me begin and to yes. say after me yes. begin <laughs> to to you don't it is it's not a learn language yeah. and it's not a borrow gift mm. and then for example i've out of the night gifts, God can, he, in His own infinite mercy, infinite mercy yes, he make he make a choice to give some people four gifts, five gifts, even one gift. Mm -hmm. Then some people they have the nine gifts. Yes. But what He says is that if you need more, hmm. ask God, not to ask a pastor, mm -hmm. not to for or, somebody or to go to a school, or, or to go to a school, <laughs> school of uh, speaking in tongues, or the, it, it, it's not biblical and no, it's not. Yes. these are the things that are not scriptural. You, that is for for someone to be asking the congregation mm. to be speaking after him. Mm. It's not scriptural. Thank it's you. even I will say that it's even demonic. Glory but what God. we just say is that mm. when the speaking in tongues is not even allowed in the church of God. Mm. But today we've downgraded the importance of prophecy mm. to the level to the position of i mean and then we've exalted the gift of 
tongues mm -hmm. more than prophets and mm -hmm. it is prophecy that we expose devil <coughs> it is prophecy that we we expose we make people to know the truth that bible talks about it is the prophecy that will reveal the presence what happened in the past mm -hmm presently and what, what is going to happen, happen in the future mm. but speaking in thoughts to me if people are speaking in thoughts i just look at them it's not acceptable to me mm. and because it, i'm not gaining anything from it and likewise the community the body of christ they are not gaining mm. anything from speaking in tongues mm. speaking in tongues is just a person somebody should speak in tongues when you are lonely and pray mm. but you, when you are leading the congregation of the mm. body of christ mm. speaking in tongues is not really meaningful mm. and necessary unless there is interpretation Yes, uh, to make that uh, also clear. Yeah. 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 Um, thank you very much for that, sir. And now, because of our time, uh, very soon we will ask our listeners if anybody wants to call in to call in. Now, if you go to verse thirty-four, sir, of the of the um, God, uh, sorry, of the epistle of Paul to Corinthians, chapter fourteen, in verse thirty-four. Now he talked. You know, he he's been talking about. Uh, uh, well, let's read it from verse thirty-three. He said. Uh, or 32 even and the spirits of the prophets are subject to the prophets for god is not the author of confusion but of peace as in all the churches of the saints now he now mentioned in verse 34 let your women keep silence in the churches for they are not permitted to speak but they are uh, to be submissive as law uh, also says I mean, they want to learn any, any, uh, learn something. Let them ask their own husbands at home, for it is shameful for women to speak in, in the church. Um, he, he mentioned in verse, uh, I think he mentioned somewhere that uh, all these things are right to hear in verse thirty-seven. If anyone thinks himself to be a prophet or spiritual, let him acknowledge that these things which are right to you are the commandments of the Lord. Now, if we, if we take pause. Uh, uh, maybe we need a little bit explanation about let your women keep silent in church I have had argument that says that is for the Corinthians women because of the cultural uh, issues involved and uh, some will think it is for the whole um, um, body of Christ now uh, is there a little bit of explanation on that sir let your women keep silent in church and why are women not keeping silent in church? Is there any justification? Is there any reason? Uh, especially in the in the context of Joel chapter two verse twenty-eight, when God says He will pour out His Spirit to all men, and women shall prophesy or see, or see vision. Amen. Amen, sir. Uh, uh, God is not a. There's no conviction in God. Yes. And the, what we just have to know is that there are something that we need to know, like in the study of the Bible. Yes. And then when Apostle Paul wrote letters, mm. the epistle of Paul, mm. he wrote it to meet the needs and also to solve the grievances raging in particular city at that point of time. Mm. But that's the reason why I will just use two words today, that things could be biblical but it may, it may not be scriptural. Mm -hmm. When we say that things are biblical, that is, Bible talks about Abraham that married more than one wife, mm -hmm. but Bible never instructs Christians should, to marry more than to be polygamous. To be polygamous. <laughs> yes. Bible talks about references. Bible talks about Cain that killed mm -hmm. a man, mm -hmm. his brother. Mm -hmm. But Bible never give a man opportunity or instruction to kill or Lord that slept with him. Or Lord that slept with him. So when yes. everything recorded in the Bible mm -hmm. we say is biblical. Mm -hmm. That is, we have it in Bible. Yes. But 
have we ever come out to prove it that Bible says that we should do it? Mm. That is when we come to the point of when things become scriptures. Okay. That scriptures means what you applied to your to your life. Mm. It's not possible to apply everything <coughs> in Bible from Genesis to Revelation to our if we want to apply, then we should be sleeping with our brother, we should be doing <laughs> that uh, yeah. things. Mm. But, but things that are not and and also there's ethics in the in the which we need to apply with the study of the scripture. Mm. And then when Apostle Paul wrote this letter, mm. there's uh, so many so many things happening in the city of Corinth yep. that prompted him to address the issue. Mm. And that's the reason why we said that all the epistles of Apostle Paul, mm. for example, generally, mm. like Matthew, the author of the book, if we read it technically, we discover that he wrote the book to meet the needs of the Hebrew. Yes. And that's the reason why, like the language of Yahweh, Jehovah, mm -hmm. that the author used. Mm -hmm. And likewise, the book of Mark, directly it's for the Greek mm. because of the language. Mm. And also the book of Luke, the gospel of our Lord Jesus, he presented Jesus as the savior of the world. Mm -hmm. Ma Matthew presented Jesus as the savior of the Hebrew. Yes, yes, yes. While uh, Mark presented Jesus as the savior of, of the, the unbelievers. Okay. But the Luke talks that Jesus is the savior of either you are white, you are black, the, you are this, you are ascent, or regardless of the position or anywhere you find yourself in the world. Mm. But also at the time, during the time of Apostle Paul, he, he, there's he, not that Apostle Paul just wrote those letters just for like what we have today. People will just go and uh, copy stories yeah, and, yeah. and they, for, and they will add that Jesus is Lord mm -hmm. and they copy just to make money. Mm -hmm. But Apostle Paul is not writing those, not that he wrote those letters just to make money, mm -hmm. but based on events happening in those cities mm -hmm. and they just to meet to resolve the crisis in the church. At that particular time, mm. he wrote those letters yes. to them. Yes. Gift of God is for man, is for woman. Mm -hmm. Woman should prophesy, and men should prophesy. Everybody, mm -hmm. if we have the gift of God, mm -hmm. we must use this gift of God for the edification <laughs> of the body of Christ, that is the church of God. Mm. But in the case of this, uh, women should not speak, mm. not truly in the body of Christ, mm -hmm. but at the point of time to meet the needs and to resolve the crisis that is affecting the church in the in city Corinth. of Corinth, at that time, the, at that time mm. he now said that the women mm. should keep silence. Mm -hmm. And then, naturally, we we thank God for the women. They are yes. so wonderful. They are mm. so useful. They are mm. so important. Into the even in the body of in, during the time of Lord Jesus Christ, mm. what they have done for Christ. Even where when uh, people like Peter ran, ran away, <laughs> the, the women they stood by him yes. and they, they they carry on walking mm -hmm. and they, they are the first evangelists, they are the first preachers. They were the first to be at the tomb. To, to be, to, yes, to so, the witness, so yes. we are we are the apostles. None of them were there at that <laughs> particular time. Yeah. But just there are issues that it, it and, and number two is that that's the issue of the Christendom. But also we should talk about the issue of denominations. There are when we talk about denominations. We are talking about the names that we have for churches today. Mm. Methodist, Anglican, Celestial Church of Christ, Christ Apostolic Church, Redeemed, Deeper Life. Those are the denominations. And when we go to heaven, we won't see all these names yes. in heaven. Yes, There's no denomination in heaven. But to and each denomination, they have their own patterns. They have their own rules. They have their own setting. Some people, they ordain women. Some people, they, some denominations, they don't ordain women. And the founder of that denomination, there must be a reason why it follows that pattern. So, by the time we begin to argue, we'll just be fighting ourselves in the body of mm -hmm. Christ. Mm -hmm. But most important thing is that either for 
women or for men, we must be able to exercise the attributes of humility. humility. That's what Apostle Paul is trying to to teach here, that yeah. humility is very important. Mm. In the home, that's why I said that, go back and ask the questions. Mm -hmm. That is, he also confirmed the authority of, of the, the husband yes. being the head of, of the, the home. home. Mm. That is, go back and ask the husband. Okay. Not that you don't have uh, your your mind, not that they don't have their mind, not that they don't have their choice. They have their choice, but the husband speaking A in public and the wife speaking B in public, it shows that their home yeah, is not set to this problem. Yeah. So instead of them arguing, with themselves in public, why can't they go and resolve it at home Let and the then man, come, the come, come to the church yeah. and present a unified yeah, position? position. Yeah. So that's the statement of Apostle oh, Paul. Thank you very much. That's very, 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 very deep. Now, I don't know, we have a woman in the house. How was your opinion on representing the women folk? In fact, it's one of the reasons you are on this program today. What's, what's the position of, how does the women see uh, men, I mean, the Paul say women should keep silent in the church. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. The pastor has gone really, really deep in trying to explain that. But what the only, th the only thing I want to take from that is the need for humility. And we read in so many areas of the scripture where it is being said that women ought to be submissive unto their husbands, just as you know, just just as Christ is the head of the church, so man is also the head of the woman. So, in order to, I I I, I just want to confirm that point that in order to um, represent unity that 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 woman should be humble in all that she does and in, and, 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 and I don't think that in being that, I mean I want to agree with the fact that um, uh, 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 that the Holy Spirit is being given to everybody and there is nothing like women should keep quiet or women should not be given the opportunity to exercise their gifts but we should do it in an orderly way this um, verse of scripture of this chapter is talking about worship in an orderly manner mm. and doing and being humble and uh, not talking when somebody else is talking or allowing the man to or the, the or the or the head of the church or whoever is precise at that time to give him that his um his due is very important so humility is the basic thing i think as women too who are being told to be submissive unto our husbands we should also bring that into the church yes thank you very much i don't know uh, for the next uh, three minutes or so that we have to Randall, I don't know if anybody uh, listening to us wants uh, to say one word or two on the on the topic of hand, on hand. Uh, we are free to call in now. But uh, uh, if anybody wants a deeper um, uh, insight into what we are saying, like we said, uh, the program. Oh, okay, all right, okay. We have a caller in the house. Yes, hello. Hello. Uh, good evening. Good evening, sir. How are you? Very well, sir. God bless I've been you. Enjoying your program. Yeah, thank you very much. May we know you, sir? Ah, uh, my name is Kule. Kule, okay. Thank you very much just, for listening. I just met you on the program. All right, thank you. You see, all what you've been discussing about women should keep away in the church, this, that. Yeah. It's true. If you look at the contents of the of the Bible. Yes, sir. Where it was quoted. Mm-hmm. First Corinthians chapter 14, verse 34 to 36. Yes. You will see that Paul actually said that what is written there yeah. it is the commandment of God. Yes, we mentioned that. Then he repeated it again. Hmm. That when women want to learn, yeah. let them learn in silencing. Okay. First Timothy chapter 2, verse 11. All right. Yes, I'm a Muslim. I'm a Muslim. It's hmm. also mentioned in the Quran. Hmm. So, men are the ones that are ordained. Hmm. To be preaching, not okay. women. Okay. I got many places in the Quran where God mentioned that. 
Alright. This Prophet Muhammad if he has not got the knowledge about it, go and ask all the prophets we send before you, okay. you are all men. Okay. Quran chapter 31 verse 7, Quran chapter 16 verse 43, hmm. Quran chapter 12 verse 409, hmm. where he was confirmed. Okay. Yeah, when we now come back to Jesus, the master himself, he's been upon him. Hmm. The book of Matthew chapter 10, verse 2 to 4. Okay. All the disciples that were mentioned there, they, they were, were men. men. Hmm. No women among them. Hmm. So that is clear. All right, sir. Thank so, you very so, much. so you believe that women should really keep silent in the church and learn through their husband? That's right. Thank, thank, their you. thank you. Thank you. Can put in the Bible. Yeah, women was ordained hmm. as a prophet. Okay. Thank you very much for your opinion, sir. We, will, no, I think no, everybody it's has. Opinion. It yeah. is the word of God. All right, sir. Okay. Thank it's not you. really yeah. an opinion. Okay. Thank you for yeah. contributing. God bless you. All right. Uh, uh, thank you, yeah. sir. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, our time is far spent. Uh, but we'll say, uh, like we said, this program is Gospel Watch. It comes to you uh, fortnightly from Niger 101.1 FM. Um, uh, by, it's brought to you by the Narrow Gate Project. Uh, if anybody wants to have more insight into the program, uh, you could contact us um, even privately. Uh, you could contact uh, Pastor Bamdele on uh, 075 Zero seven five zero six seven zero six nine zero five, and uh, you could also contact me on zero double seven two double three two seven three one four. And if you are looking for a place to worship uh, where the gospel truth is being taught, a heaven-focused church or assembly of the of true men of God, uh, you are invited to worship with us, uh, us at Christ Apostolic Church Narrowgate Model Assemblies at a community center broadwater farm community center adams road tottenham n176 he i mentioned that again the cac christ apostolic church narrow gate model assemblies uh, broadwater farm community center um, adams road tottenham n176 he you can also work uh, worship with pastor bandele and his church at christ apostolic church uh, uk headquarters at 23 highgate road kentish town nw5 1tj Christ Apostolic Church, UK Headquarters, 23 Highgate Road, Kentish Town Road, um, NW5 1TJ. Um, because our time is fast spent, we will continue on this program of acceptable worship in the next uh, um, edition or episode of the program. And until we meet you again, please keep on with the Lord and only stand for the truth and be a watchman for God in your worship. And uh, sorry, uh, sorry, caller, we'll have to take that call probably next time uh, until we meet you again uh, in about two weeks or so. Uh, that's first and third Saturday of every month. I uh, will say uh, uh, God God bless you. And uh, um, oh, we have a, I think it's a, it's a, okay, maybe it's a message. Um, Please, sir, you should try next time to give more room f uh, for call. Oh, sorry about that. We will try that. Maybe from next week, we'll make sure, next time, we'll make sure that it's nothing less than two, 20 minutes. Please, next time we speak, get your question ready. We are coming back on this same topic, and we can, we will even give more room for color that we will discuss. Thank you, and God bless. Until next time, when we see you again, uh, stay blessed in the Lord.
ise radio ami lo tete kan wa to ku lan lakurere to mile to rinle to kile to sin pepe to dun to dun to wa kan le kasagu pelu ede abinibi to mu ni okokodun ni ile ajeje ti royin ise ribiribi to se tan kale bi orun kaakiri agbaye ha na ijawa lo wa poto an fm radio ami lo tete to mu ni ranti ile Naija 101.1 FM Bringing you close